dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Back at it again on the Saturday tape. Yeah. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Episode 150. How you doing? Yeah. I've been better. I've been Absolutely. better. Uh, definitely been better. You know, take two. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But, bro, man, obviously – we were devastated by tornadoes. Yeah. Our city was devastated by tornadoes yeah. on Monday. But before we talk about the tornadoes, man, we got to rewind. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, man, the K to the K to oh, the yeah. K, 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 I almost forgot about that. It's been such a crazy week. Exactly, you know, that's, man. That's came and gone so fast, and that was a, that was the buzz last week. Yeah. <laughs> ain't, that, ain't, that, ain't that something. <laughs> that's how fast it rolls. But, yeah, we had the KKK rally downtown. Uh, six hundred and fifty thousand dollars spent protecting nine people. Is what nine I nine of them showed up, bro. Yeah. So I was broadcasting live from a remote uh-huh. in downtown Dayton, and they I I saw these Facebook posts, and I was saying like, man, it's jumping down there. They came deep, man. It's gonna be crazy. Hopefully nothing happens. Yeah. So I expressed that to the wife, and she was like, deep? What you mean deep? I was like, yeah, it's deep down there. They deep. They they ready to rock and roll. It's like, it's nine of them. <laughs> I was like, nine. And then I finally had a chance to really dig into it and see, like, oh, it was really only nine. It was a lot of us down there. Yeah. A lot of anti-rally people, black, white, every color of the rainbow yeah. down there saying, y'all not welcome here. Yeah. So yeah. that was great to see. And 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 the city, you know, I, I was kind of surprised at the, you know, I, I wanted to see. I knew I knew people were gonna go down there to to not, you know, not stand for this. Right. But I I was kind of pleasantly surprised of the the amount of people that came to do that. You know, it was, you know, we didn't know what to expect on their end, but you know, on our end, uh, for the pictures I saw, uh, y'all was ready down there. Ready, ready for ready. whatever. Ready, ready. Yeah, I seen people. <laughs> some people with the straps. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They was ready, ready, man. How much did the city spend? Uh, article I read says six hundred and fifty thousand dollars was spent on protection, on uh, you know, uh, fencing, uh, barriers, you name it. So they uh, spent a lot of money protecting the other side. It should have been a. Uh, I I saw a good comment and it kind of put it in perspective. Like y'all got these cops facing us, like we the bad people. Y'all, yeah. y'all need to be facing them. Yeah, you know, not facing us like y'all, you know, protecting them. Yeah, you know, so that was that. That was our Saturday here, and then uh, moving forward, man, we had a holiday weekend. Woo! You know, so turn up, turn up, Memorial, turn up. Memorial Day weekend on Monday. Um, you know, families together. You know, that's that's that. I'm not at work day. Let me go do something stupid. Let me go. Let me go spend some money. Let me go enjoy some fellowship with some family and friends. And uh, that's what we was on Monday. And yeah. and, and then and then. What what time? What time uh, did it, everything? I want to say that was about eleven o'clock, like the eleven o'clock, like from like ten ten or maybe like nine thirty to about eleven thirty was like that time frame when it, you know, storms were coming. Uh, a lot of the news covers that I saw, you know, on, uh, on uh, that Monday was, you know, they were talking north, so it was Salina. You know, they were that they, they were heavy on you no know, storms headed your way, headed your way, and then 
it seemed like very quickly, you know, things got really out of hand with Mother Nature. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. So, me, I was chilling. Yeah. I was chilling on Monday, man. Wife made macaroni and cheese, all the sides. I sparked up the grill, some burgers, some dogs. You know what I'm saying? We ate good, watched yeah. the shot. And, you know, just like everybody else, man, that three-day weekend, you start thinking about Monday. I mean, thinking about Tuesday and yeah. thinking about how much work you got to get done for the week and everything like that. So I decided to shut it down early. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I took a shower. I was like, all right, I'm going to shut it down early. I'm going to go to the gym get my early morning workout in per usual, go to work the next day, knock out work, come home, get a bike ride in, typical yeah. day get a, get, and in get life. Get that going, man. right? So that, that's what I was doing. How did how did you find out about the storm or where were you at when the actual storm uh, hit? Funny you say you were watching the shot. I literally uh, spent the day at my mom's. Um, we uh, got out there and kind of kicked it. Um, decided kind of we, we weren't even really going to grill out. We were just kind of enjoying the company, just kind of hanging. And uh, we decided to go ahead and get some hot dogs and brats and some burgers going. And uh, I was actually out there with my master's umbrella, <laughs> my grill on. And uh, just it was raining on you know, just a normal rainy day in Ohio. Yes, yeah. we we have a thousand of these a year. So um, <laughs> it was it, it was it was funny because uh, my mom's friend was over and we were just kind of all just talking and and we were talking about you know like how thunderstorms are like. A relaxing thing for me. Like I, yeah. I, I was the kid that enjoyed, uh, you know, hearing the rainfall at night or, you know, the, the thunder and lightning. It kind of just, it just sparked my interest a little. But, you know, after the Monday we experienced here in our area, man, it's a, it's a no longer an enjoyable thing to think about uh, weather. You know, like the rain and tornadoes and yeah. uh, the rain and thunderstorms, and all that. Like, not gonna be relaxing for me no more. Yeah, you know? yeah. For those that don't know, we didn't say we are uh, broadcasting oh, live. Oh yeah, that's very important to and what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> in case y'all hear some ambiance or some sirens going on, we're at the uh, Troutwood Firehouse on Little Richmond Road. I think it's Firehouse 72. Yeah. Broadcasting live out here, so you know you got y'all getting a live pod this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, live pod, man. We're, we're out here doing actually. Um, the radio station I work with, our whole team is out here. Yeah. We're collecting non-perishable food items, obviously water collecting personal care items you know we have a drop-off point and a collection point so you know you want to make a donation you can you need to pick something up you can so this is the spot man this is a spot where we decided to make our home base since wednesday yeah wednesday evening when we got the call that we could do it out here so that was that was just like our call to action but uh like i was telling you before man i slept through the whole thing well, 90, most of it, basically. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I shut it down about 9 o'clock. I would sleep by 9.30. Uh, Wife come in the room, waking me up a little bit. Like, yo, it's getting bad outside. Yeah. And I'll kind of vaguely wake up, and I hear the wind. I hear the hailing outside. I'm like, dang, it is kind of crazy. Yeah. Zonk back out. Yeah. Then she come back again, turns, tries to turn on the TV, and I'm, I'm like, you're not about to get no reception. We got direct TV. That's not popping. <laughs> So nothing's coming up. So she's trying to find out what's going on on Facebook and on the WHIO app and all that type of stuff. I'll fall back asleep. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning to go do my normal workout routine. But I'm feeling lazy that day. Yeah. I'm feeling super lazy. And most times when I'm feeling, like, super lazy, I still get up and go. Yeah. But for some reason, I just like, man, forget it, man. I'll just do it. It's been a long week. Yeah. Let me ease into this still you still was on a three day yeah i'm still mentally (laughs) so you know alarm go off at six to get up to really go to work yeah 
uh, me and the wife are laying in the bed just talking about, like, yeah, man, the sirens went off. And it's like, oh, man, must have been real bad. Hopefully, yeah. you know what I'm saying, no trees fell down or minimal damage. Like, that's crazy. Turned on the TV, and that's when I saw how much damage truly was yeah. out there. Yeah. So it was definitely crazy, man. Yeah, it was just it was one of those things where, you know, you, you – you're used to just, you know, the storms, or you're used to, you know, going through uh, a bad night, per se, of like, man, that weather was kind of rough. It, it's now really got to the point where, you know, people are going to have, you know, traumatic, you know, problems from this. Uh, yeah. The, the last report that I got was uh, we've had 15 confirmed tornadoes ranging from EF0s to EF4s, basically in our whole Miami Valley area, um, up north in Salina, up north in West Milton, I think Troy had one, Phillipsburg had one, um, Beaver Creek, Northridge, Riverside, Trotwood. I mean, a lot of people are impacted by this, and a lot of people uh, uh, need help. Definitely, definitely, and this is the spot to do it at Firehouse Number Seventy Two, yeah. Little Richmond Road. Bro, where were you at when it happened? So, uh, got home from my mom's about nine, um, nine nine thirty. Uh, wanted, to, wanted to catch the episode of The Shy. So, hey. so me and the wife tuned into that. And uh, oh, they got a call. So They got a call. Speaking of that, ambiance. Y'all hear some uh, rackets and some ruckus. That's why. But, uh, yeah, man, I was watching The Shy, just kind of hanging out, not really uh, not really having um, not really having you know, nothing planned. And, and my mom calls me, and she hits me with the, Hits me with the, you need to turn on the news. You need yeah. to turn on the weather. And uh, two things that happened that, that night made me see, made me see that, uh, made me see what what it was really going on. Uh, that ambiance we were yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, we got a little distraction going on. Sorry <laughs> we sounded a little cluttered, but uh, we just had about like 20 firefighters get up on it. So they, yeah, man, they about their business. Yeah, they rolled up out them. of here. So, yeah, thank you for what they're doing. Uh, thanks, always. thanks to the firefighters for helping us load these vehicles yes. up. Thanks to all the volunteers from Best Buy and yeah. everywhere around the city, man, that's coming out to help us. Yeah. But you were saying? But they had um, two things I saw on the news that really just, like, brought it home for me. Uh, Jay, I, so I'm the news flipper. I turn on 2, 7, 45. Yeah. I just want to hear from all aspects. So the guys on uh, Fox, Jamie Simpson, he, he, uh, he went full-blown viral with his uh, <laughs> rant on a uh, – I've seen people with tattoos of him. <laughs> you know, like boss. That that following day, whatever that was, Tuesday, I think he was on Good Morning America. I think he uh, definitely went viral on the net. But he kind of went on a spat about we're not here to provide you with this show right now. We're trying to save your life. You know, he kind of let them have it. And then I saw on Channel 7, the meteorologist trying to talk through, you know, this is a very serious thing and literally started crying on air. Yeah, I saw that. So from those two aspects, it was like, yo, this ain't the regular uh, – ignore tornado warnings and ignore the sirens and all that so it got really serious really fast it got really uh really uh impactful um i'm i'm literally like trapped in the quote unquote safe zone we had about a mile south of me uh a ef4 tornado hit you know? so this, this uh this tornado uh in reading some articles over the week uh the one that hit trotwood area was 19 miles long 19 miles of destruction, uh, EF4, uh, over 100, I think it's 150, 170 mile an hour. Like, it's up there, and uh, definitely over 140 mile an hour winds. And, uh, man, 
uh, less than a mile from me, bro, is just total destruction. Houses, you know, closets, bedrooms, uh, dressers, and, and mirrors you can see from the street, you know. Yeah, man, I'm much like yourself, man. I was in a quote-unquote safe zone, but you take that drive down the street like five minutes, and then it's the total opposite. Yeah. And you just think about, like, if that tornado would have made a turn left or turn right, you could be in that situation as opposed to those other people. Yeah. And that's what we really want to stress to people when they donating their time, donating their money, donating whatever they can to give back because this could have been you. Oh, this could have been you. It could have easily been you. Like I shared with you the uh, the path of the tornadoes that hit yeah. and how close it came to my crib. And then you showed me how close yeah. it came to your crib. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, I thought I was lucky. You yeah. were super lucky. I mean, like, I'm literally still to this day, you know, we're on, what, five or six days later. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally have to navigate around destruction just to get going because uh, a main thoroughfare, Main Street in Dayton, uh, still kind of blocked off. Philadelphia, that whole area on the northwest side of Dayton, no power. So heavy cons uh, traffic on like on like main thoroughfares, and uh, um, it's just been it's just been hectic, man. Been hectic trying to move around. Uh, Trying to stay time oriented on, uh, I'll be there at a certain time. Now, <laughs> it might not be this week. Yeah, like I was telling you before, man. A normal thirty-minute drive to work took me an hour fifteen. Yeah, man. I had the bright idea. So Tuesday, dealing with all the traffic, I was kind of, you know, kind of see like the bad spots. So me being in Clayton, you know, to go to go around Clayton, I'm thinking maybe I can just go around like uh, over by CTC kind of swing around Westbrook, kind of get back to Dayton that way because mm -hmm. I knew what was happening like on Main Street, Philadelphia, going towards downtown. Bro, it took me over an hour and a half to get from Clayton to downtown because I chose to go right instead of left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> you really had to figure out and map it out. So, it's been it's been hectic, but, uh, you know, the people need us and uh, we out here to do it. So, we, we got a guest that stopped hey, by. Hey, we love guests. One of the OGs around here. <laughs> I like to call it an OG. You guys are so helpful to us, and you've yeah. done such a great job and just tremendous effort that, you know, one person may, be have an, may have an idea, but it takes so many people to put the boots on the ground yeah. and make this happen. Um, we come to the firehouse at Little Richmond Road for um, our November broadcast, and that's for Thanksgiving, and that gives us an opportunity to bless families and do it in a way that, you know, you got to touch people. If you really want to bless them, you touch them, yeah. and you love on them, and you share with them. When the tornadoes literally ripped through Trotwood, I couldn't be anywhere else. I had to be here, and I had to help here. And we asked the mayor, could we come back to the firehouse originally and begin the process? And Task Force One was stabilizing out of here, uh -huh. as well as the firemen who are, this is a functioning firehouse. Yeah. So it was search and rescue. It was all about making sure people's lives were safe. And um, that's what they were doing. Yeah. But soon as they gave us the approval to be here, we came. Yeah. And donations beat us here. And our volunteers have shown up from Premier Health, DPNL, Best Buy, as well as community organizers who've sent people just to come and help. And we're so grateful. Yeah. We are so grateful. This is an effort that it ha it can't be contributed to one person because so many people showed up and just did what they do. These volunteers had no instructions. They created a well-oiled machine that gets people in and gets people out. And yeah. we are so pleased to be a part of this process. And I want to personally thank you, Miss Faith Daniels and 92.1, Hot 102. Uh, you know, I, I was out here on the, on, the, on the ground doing my part and uh, 
just realized that we was getting low, and right. I and I knew Little Richmond was a little closer than downtown. That's so right. That's right. I literally made a phone call to to, to my people, and uh, it, it, you literally had one one phone on one hand on the phone, and I yeah. heard you one hand on the mic. And <laughs> give me two minutes, and you're doing your radio thing, and then you come back to me like, "What you need?" I told you what you need. You like come, you know, pull up. So I want to thank you personally for uh, you know everybody doing their part, everybody helping out, and uh, and really getting. And really getting it together. It's my know? pleasure. Yeah. Um, we have to give a huge shout out to Kev Nash. Yeah. Kev Nash, we call him Mr. Uh, Loose Ends. Yeah. Because I can have the most amazing ideas, but Kevin is the one that makes sure he mobilizes our team to make sure that this thing comes off. He makes us look good. He makes it sound good. Yeah. And he is the one literally that loses sleep. Even when I'm sleeping, Kevin is up <laughs> doing what it takes so that when I get up, Everything I have, I came out of my bunk today because I literally live in the firehouse. I come out of my bunk, everything is on and ready and functioning, and you don't have to worry about anything yeah. with Kevin. Kevin yeah. Kevin has mood swings, but, you know, hey, huh? I'll, I'll rock with him with every <laughs> one of them mood swings for so much good that he does. Yeah. He has yeah. five radio stations that he literally single-handedly orchestrates every promotions team, every vehicle, every tablecloth, every everything to get it where it goes. Yeah. And you don't know what he does until he's not there. Exactly. And then you're like, exactly. I got nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Who does that? And when you get a list of who does what and it's all Kevin, mm-hmm. that's too much. He's it the, is just too much. He's the thank MV- you. He's the MVP of our podcast as well. Yes, he without is. Without a doubt. Yes, I he appreciate is. it. Yes, we thank is. you, brother. No problem. But you talk to the people from DPNL, Dayton Power yes, and Light. Absolutely. Uh What's up? <laughs> well, one of the one of the things that we found traditionally with an outage of power in our community, we don't get enough information and we don't yeah. get it quickly enough. And all you're being told is it's coming. All you're being told is sooner or later. Well, DPNL did a thing that I thought was incredible. The mayor, Mary McDonald, demanded that they come in and sit down and talk with her team about what is the restoration process? How long should it take or do you think it's going to take? What areas are going to be restored first and be responsible to that timeline? The challenge was nobody ever called them to task on that. Nobody mm-hmm. demanded how to understand the process. So when they came in and sat down and explained their process to her, then they asked, how should it work, which is unprecedented. That doesn't happen. So when they asked her how should it work, she then said, show me a map. I'm going to show you the areas that are most affected with families, small people, elderly, that need to be restored first. Traditionally, it worked in waves where they start at the beginning of your community and they put boots and people and technicians on the ground and it just continued house by house, street by street, where now it is in the most concentrated areas, getting them back on first and then being able to branch out into the more rural areas in a way that has not been traditionally done. Hats off to them for changing the process in order to make it work. And that is the most important thing. We we, we had literally main thoroughfares that get you from the north side of town to the central side of town to the south side of town that were blocked off and no real guidance on. It might be easier to take this route or go this route. That's right. We had, so we had so many power lines. I know behind Consumer Square in Trotwood trying to cut back there, literally every single D 
DPNL power pole and line is laying on the street. Yeah, man, that's tough. The entire row. I mean, you know, like that's so. Tough. So to, to hear something like that about DPNL taking taking the, the the lead and and the and the care to say we're not just gonna go from here to here. We're gonna that's we're gonna, right. We're gonna start and you know work our way out. You know, that's, that's right. That's and huge. the important part about it when you have villages of seniors. That's yes. hard because those people need water and lights a lot more than we do because we can kind of manage. If your medication requires cold water, if you require a certain temperature for right. whatever your ailment is, elderly people, they will sit in their house. They won't call anybody, and they'll just try to wait it out, and that's not something that we can allow them to do and the mayor took responsibility um for getting dpnl to be held responsible to get yeah. it going in the right direction i know uh we spent out there in the westbrook area that somebody had mentioned you know like it was literally you know you're getting real-time information from from the people mm. so yeah. you know you what do you need you know we, we need facebook this, news we need that that's right but they also will say well i know my aunt so-and-so down there they don't have nothing so during that day of tuesday day one of like help uh, we we found out that Maria Joseph, some of our our, our uh, senior living areas, needed some assistance. So that's right. Whatever we had that day left, it didn't get put in the truck for tomorrow. It got dropped off at the senior home. That's you know? so, important. So we was over there at eleven thirty at night, you know, talking that's to important. them, making sure they had what they needed. So it's just been a whole community effort. I mean, top to bottom. Uh, the people that are able, the people that are willing, they are out there. And uh, we appreciate y'all for real. Yeah, and um, something I want to take people behind the curtain on, things that happen at the radio station. People are unaware that, you know, to do these community effort things yeah. is our pleasure and it's our responsibility. But we still have to take care of business. business. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Music has to still be played. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Commercials. commercials so-and-so pay for yeah. it. Need that yeah. Commercial. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, commercials <laughs> still need to be cut. Yeah. So... Basically, you look at a, a five-day work week, minus one for the holiday. Yep. So now you got four days to complete every task. But then, so we get there on Tuesday, it's get information out, get That's on the right. air. Yeah. Every update that comes out, every break needs to be about helping people. That's right. Yeah. No one cares about what Chris Brown did this week. That is correct. You know what I'm saying? Everybody needs to be updated. So mo- Tuesday was all about updating people and you know what I'm saying? Being there and putting that information out over the air and on our websites. And uh, on Wednesday, Faith and I both got there about the same time mm-hmm. and both were in the same mindset. Like, all right, we did that part. We right. did the put everything on the website, talk to mm-hmm. talk to people. But now we need to be hands on. Yeah, That's yeah. right. We, we got to touch people. Hands on. Exactly. Touch people and show up. Because here's the thing. I can tell you I love you all day over the air. But until you see me in your community yeah. hugging folks who have nothing because I don't have anything to give you but some water at that point. That's all we had. And you have to be visible. Yeah. Right. You can't sit in that ivory tower and give resources and tell and direct and point. Sometimes it takes a hug. Sometimes yeah. you got to stand there and listen while somebody's crying about something I can't fix. But yeah. I was there, and, and, pe- and pe- they remember that. People, you know, also need to remember that, you know, when during the storms, you know, the TV ain't working, the cell phone right. tower down, the, right. the Wi-Fi is That's off. That's right. You know, that, that, uh, that D Not battery. the Wi-Fi. That, yeah. D, that D battery and that radio came in help. real handy. Absolutely. Yeah. So y'all, y'all did an amazing job. I know I uh, – I took the time to call four five seven one zero two nine and and just say thank you because yeah. y'all was yeah. out. You know, I'm out there trying to figure it out, 
and I hear y'all trying to, you know, help figure it out, and it was just a collective effort of help. And I wanted to tell tell our listeners, you know, you've been living here like since yeah. Wednesday or what, yeah, Thursday? I came in Thursday, Thursday morning. I bought my son Matthew, and we moved in. The firefighters are so receptive to me. I'm just like one of them. So I yeah. have a bunk here, and they do an amazing job of making me feel comfortable. But people kind of don't understand. Well, if you're done at 10 o'clock at night, you could just go home. I said, but when I'm done at 10 o'clock to y'all, we still have to reorganize for the next day. So I have to be here to reorganize the donations, thank my volunteers. We sit, we eat, we get a strategy for the next morning, and then we're back at it. And then when they say, well... If you're here and you go to bed, people still ring that doorbell. I was going to say. And they ask for me like nobody else can take that donation. Y'all have had uh, out-of-town drop-offs. Toledo, Louisville, Lexington, uh, Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky. They came down. Columbus came as well as uh, Dublin. I think that's near Columbus as well. But just grateful. I mean, I did a a uh, Facebook Live the other morning, and I was trying to get people understanding and excited about donating, and I just began to cry because I watched the sun come up, literally here in the firehouse, and to watch the sun come up over so many donations of people who never know the other people that these donations are going to help, it brought me to tears because it was like all I did was ask. All Kevin did was ask. Yeah. All our um, ESPN friend did was ask. Justin Kenner. Yeah. And people showed up. They have. I know when I pulled up on y'all, what was that Wednesday? You know, it was a... Uh it was the traffic being directed. It was a yeah. line, uh, yeah. uh, a drive-in movie type of line. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. And it was all day. All the way yeah. down you know, to the light at Little Richmond Road in the connector. Y'all were over here really getting it going. And uh, we're going to show y'all some pictures for sure. Y'all got to see Absolutely. this, man. It's uh, everything that you could possibly need. And, and, and I know everybody needs their water and needs their, you know, uh, food and non-perishable. But don't forget about the people. They, they need tarps. And they yes, they need, do. And we've got them. They need pillows. They need blankets. They need flashlights. They trying to, you we've know. We've even got the dust masks. So if nice. you are if you have a home that you're trying to clean it up, they've got, we're giving away the dust masks, the yes. cleaning supplies, first aid kits. Yes. You know, most people don't understand. You, we're working with dub, rubble and debris. Yeah, this isn't like a, a, just a uh, leaf and a tree That's removal. It. Yeah. we got gloves homes that are on absolutely the ground, so. gloves antiseptic antiseptic wipes yes. you name it we've got it and our listeners and the community have been so gracious to donate it all yes. and we appreciate it and we've been trying to help as many people as possible but <laughs> you know it wouldn't be us if we didn't have jokes and, and it, it, yeah. it comes from a good place and it's like chill out yeah um yeah. where yeah. we are at the fire station we have two lines we have one for the drop-offs and then one for the pickups. You know, you want to make a donation, you can do that in one line. You need to pick up some water or anything like that. We got another line. Yeah. Um, people have been doubling up, tripling yeah, up, quadrupling um, it up. What's up with it, that? It makes me angry because, first thing, we didn't buy any of this. Right. We have people. It ain't yours. Well, they spent their personal money to buy things and make these donations, yeah. and we're so grateful for them to do that. But then to see young ladies get a car full of things three or four times and you and they don't say, oh, well, I'm helping other people in my apartment complex or I'm sharing with other people who don't have cars. Yeah. That's not the mission because when they come in and they start asking for a specific brand of something right. and then they put water in their trunk and then they say, no, 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 I don't want that kind of water. 
This is not Walmart. <laughs> this is not the it's place not to come load Dasani. up and, and go and go visit Aquafina. the community and start selling this stuff. And, and you know, and let and let's not, be honest. Let's take it there. Um, I take buy, it there. I buy hair up on Gettysburg, one of my favorite <laughs> hair stores. And what she, you buy? What type of hair you be? You buying? know what? I'm not gonna tell you because <laughs> that yaki. That, is that no, still a thing? No, it is not. It is it is ex, it is excellent Brazilian? grade. It's an excellent grade bohemian. It is amazing. <laughs> However, the lady from the beauty supply store text me and she was like are you with the uh, firehouse on Little Richmond I said yeah what do you need I'm thinking I can offer resources she said um, yeah people are up here in front of the beauty supply store selling the formula and the pampers and the wipes that you guys are giving away for free they're selling them in front of the beauty supply store. That's what not. This is not your dollar store. It's come not. It's not your come up. Yeah, That's exactly, not what it is. Exactly. It is not your come up. And I was very disturbed by that because I know what diapers cost. And I know yeah. what it feels like to have a baby with a diaper rash talk and not it, being able to it. change your baby's butt. <laughs> talk it. You know, and then here it is. Somebody's going to sell you something they got for free. Yeah, that's terrible. It's, it's terrible, and it breaks my heart. That ain't the way. It's not the way. And then when you see carloads of people coming through, looking at the way we have things organized and pointing at specific things that they want, high-ticket items yeah. that they're going to take from us and I go no sell. Juice. You know, and they're asking for specific things. Yeah. And so we're just grateful for the good things. Absolutely. We're grateful for the great experience that we had. And, you know, you're going to have something like that with every tragedy. And um, I'm grateful that my listeners have a heart yeah. and we're able to stand in the gap for those that were in need and those that were thieves. Yeah. So everybody's blessed either way. And, and the, hopefully they'll pay it forward. The small handful of people that we've had do the wrong thing. We've had. Ten thousand tenfold, yes, tenfold of the good. You know, you have in communities that uh, don't necessarily visit Trotwood often. That's correct. They don't necessarily visit Dayton right. often, but they're here now helping. They've come through for Centerville, yeah. Miamisburg, um, Springboro came through. Yeah. Cincinnati, we mentioned them, but we're talking about areas that were not hit. Beaver Creek was hit. Beaver Creek still sent over a whole truckload of water and supplies. And um, there was a one that you took pictures of. They were unloading. It was half of a semi that they brought. Their community had been hit, but they still came to help, you know, in the need that we were offering. And I just can't. The words do not describe the way the volunteers do their own thing without instruction. There's no way I can thank them all. But I know I have prayed for each and every one of them, their family, and what their families stand in need of because this effort could not have happened without them just literally showing up and doing such an amazing job. I mean, I'm the one that said this is where we want to go. This is what we want to do. But Chief Hackey, the chief of this house, Mayor Mary McDonald, and her city manager, they allowed it to happen. And the first lady of the state came um, Mrs. DeWine was here yesterday and literally serving handmade cookies and brownies that she prepared herself to our volunteers. And it moves you in a way that you just can't believe it. Were you around when uh, President Trump called? I was not. Oh, and I asked him to darn. go ahead and give me my cell, give him my cell phone number, <laughs> see if we could chop it up later. But that call hasn't come yet. Okay, so. okay, that's what's up. It that's what's up. Faith, we thank you so very much. My yes. pleasure, my pleasure. And a shout out to First Baptist Church of Ridgeway Heights. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
Pastor Cranford was the first one. Funny dude. Yes, he the first one that said, I was looking, for, and I'm going to tell you how this happened. I was looking for a place for us to do this yeah. because the firehouse was the staging point for the first task force for reach, reach and rescue in the community. So we couldn't be here first. He said, come to my church. I will let you use whatever you need. However you want me to do it, you have my whole facility. He always does that for us. He helps during the food drive. So what he's I want, over there right now. He's over there right now helping. And yeah. we're trying to make sure that his food pantry and clothing pantry at his church are absolutely stocked yeah. from this. Because once we're gone from here, people will still need somewhere yeah. to go. Absolutely. As a don't, process. don't forget about the people that might wear a size 13 shoe. That's or correct. Or they might wear a 3 or 4X shirt. That's right. Or they might, you know, like it's it's. Two X jeans, yeah, it's knees. or a ten and a half shoe. You never know. <laughs> it's and knees that's, for that's when I took my headset off. <laughs> and while we're talking about that, Kevin, why don't you open the shoe box, the shoe closet at your humble abode, and donate a couple of twelve, you seventeen pairs. You said right? Yeah. You just watch the shy, right? Do it. Do it. I mean, do, do it. Do yeah. on the shy. Sold uh-huh. some of his shoes for the uh-huh. for the need for the for the good cause. Yeah. I'm here. I'm giving time. I'm giving. Water, I'm giving wow. money. Wow. You ain't said getting my shoes. Getting shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting my shoes. You know not getting my kicks. I, I can tell you that off the jump. I understand. <laughs> I, to- I totally get it. I yeah. could donate some hair, though. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Because my hair is good. You can reuse my hair. <laughs> yeah. We don't play like that one and done. Right. No, sir. No, sir. Faith, 18, 24 inches. I got you. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. Not just for us here, not just for the community, but you you as a person. Thank you for all that you do. It's a pleasure to do it. And I want to shout out my family for letting me do this. We just recently buried my mother, and Mm. I should be somewhere, you know, balled up in the fetal position, loving on my family, and just trying to get us back to the normal place. But I'll be totally honest with you. My mother was a social worker for the first eight, nine, ten years of my life. This is what she did. So the best respect to her, the best kudos to what she did in raising me was to be here, was to do this, and the best respect to her memory would be to do what she would be doing in a crisis like this. But I thank my family for allowing me to do it because when I move here, I'm not at home. I'm I'm away from my husband for four or five days. He's probably happy about that, (laughs) getting off of my nerves, you know, but I miss my daughter, you know, and it's things that a mom is normally doing I can't do because I'm here to do it for them. But please believe, don't take that as a complaint. It is definitely a testimony that when yeah. you give to other people, God will give it right back to you ten times, pressed down, shaking together, and running over in a way that you won't be able to describe. I'll, and I'll, that's I'll, what we're doing. I'll be the first to admit I've done piss-poor management of my family this week. <laughs> so I mean, I yeah. mean, I, I've been getting home at yeah. 2 in the morning, and I've been starting my day about 8, you know, and it's yeah. just been – the kids is I can tell they missing me. They yeah, absolutely. My two oldest at my mom's, my babies is you know with us, and it's just been a collective effort on on all counts. You know, like with with the wife holding it down, yeah. with me kind of shout be out to helping. her because that's tough. That's uh, three girls. Yeah, yeah, really. And uh, like yesterday, uh, they had a weekend of activities this weekend that I just completely you know yeah. forgot about because I've been so. Helping my other family. That's you know, tough. The, yeah. the place that raised me. So, right. you know, yeah. I'm, uh, That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. I, I don't live in Trotwood. I don't even own property in Trotwood. Uh, I probably should. I mean, as much time as I spend here. Mm-hmm. But it's something about the way they made me feel so loved yeah. and like family from the gate when yeah. they first met me. Yeah. I wouldn't be anywhere else. Yeah. I can't be anywhere else helping yeah. other than right here. Thank you so much. Trotwood is all right with me. Yeah, yeah. 
Tiki. They cool, and they and they can cook too. The the big ladies can cook. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh yeah, we I love it. And they've brought us food. <laughs> they've done everything for us. Yeah, it's been have. even like the big. I know Subway, Steak and Shake. Like they've been. Like these places have been taking the time to say we're not just gonna say this for tomorrow or throw this away. That's we, right. We've been making it. I, I saw a girl I went to high school with. She uh, runs a subway and uh, she literally made an all call to anybody that ever worked at subway to come to help. help. And they came over there. That she had about twenty people come show up, and they've been knocking out these subway subs to get oh, out. Oh wow! So it's just been like it's been. A, There's a young man, ten, Javon ten Dillard. We oh, were yeah. we were in here yesterday. The rain was getting ready to come. And he just showed up with like 70 pizzas from Little Vinny's, uh, Cousin Vinny's, yeah, yeah. Cousin Vinny's. And so I wanted to, you know, talk to him. And I was like, hey, um, who sent you basically? You know, yeah. he was like, nobody. Uh, I, I heard y'all on the radio and I just wanted to come bless y'all with some food. And you, you shouldn't be taken aback by that right. because, you know, people want to help. But it was like. Nobody told you. He was like, "No, ma'am. I heard the address, so I just came." Yeah, that's I said, what that's the beautiful thing. That's what it's We been. thank y'all so much for having me. And yeah. hey, look like somebody needs you. I see that. I yeah. see they look Make good. it happen, Captain. Thank you so much. Thank you. So yeah, y'all, y'all just getting the real. I mean, we out here live at the station. You know, we're dealing with. Uh, we had what 15 tornadoes? I mean, 15 tornadoes hit our area, and uh, people are displaced. People need help. So. If you got time, if you got a group of people that that can get to it, if you have, uh, you know, uh, well, um, uh, uh, like tools. I'm talking like tools, uh, yeah, stuff moving to cut boxes, down trees, stuff to haul away, haul away lumber. I mean, all hands on deck is needed, and uh, we out here. So this ain't gonna be over by the Fourth of July. Mm -hmm. This ain't gonna be over by Labor Day. It's gonna take you know a community effort for a long amount of time and a. Uh, I'm hoping our, our, our city can stay strong because uh, it's going to take some time to get this back how, how it needs to be. So Absolutely. We are inviting another guest on the podcast yeah. right now because I told you before, we out here live. Oh, we yeah, out here we live, live, man. We in action. Y'all heard the ambiance from the fire trucks going off yeah. and everything like that. We got my guy, Justin Kenner, 1410 Wing AM. Yeah. You were out here all day yesterday, not only doing your show. I got out here at 8 o'clock this morning to record yeah. a podcast. What the hell happened to that? No. Well, you know, we have an intern, and when you have an unpaid intern, uh, in, unpaid intern does unpaid intern Unpaid? Things. What kind of sweatshop we run in here? Yeah, you already know. We got to do what we got to do. We can put it on his resume and use yeah, it yeah. for a reference. Yeah, and yeah. I, teach him how to record a little bit better but anyway <laughs> take two uh <laughs> justin man you were out here yesterday well shoot you've been out here all week as well yeah and uh what have you experienced what have you seen i, I mean just for one uh i mean the people coming through i mean and i heard you guys talking with faith i mean there's some people like there's not i don't think there's any charitable thing out there that you don't have people that abuse it oh, to yeah. a degree oh yeah uh in their defense though you know, we're getting mad because they're coming through and getting a couple things of paper towels, and they might want one more. Yeah. You know what? Let them have one more. Just let them yeah. go. You know, I could say that because Faith ain't over here. If she was over here, I'd be like, get them. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, but it's the people that, like, there's some people that are like that that aren't afraid to say, give me that, that, and that. And then there's other people that are like, you could tell they're just a little skeptical. They're a little hesitant yeah. to come through. That They don't like asking for stuff. I would be the same way. Yeah. I'm not, I hate asking for anything. I don't like asking for exactly. help. It's like a pride thing. It's, it's not a good I've or a been, bad thing. I've been it's seeing just, a lot of that in the city where, you know, the, the, the pride of, uh, of, yes, I'm bad, but I know there's people that's worse. Yep. So yeah. let, let, let me not indulge or overdo mm -hmm. the help when, and when essentially all this stuff is for y'all. Like, there's not too much. There's not because this thing gonna be over for you next week. This thing gonna be, you know. Yeah, there's a lady that came through and she said, "Look, my my house is gone." She goes, "But I we make 
we make good money, we're going to be able to fix this. She goes, I know that there's people that aren't exactly. as fortunate. And I saw she was on her phone, and she had a, her dog as her little picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she didn't ask for dog food. I just told one of the firemen here, I was like, hey, go grab a couple bags of dog food. So we threw it in the back. And she said, no, 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 I can get dog I was like, just take the dog food and just yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> so just we threw it with bottled water. Um, but then there's other people that are coming through crying, just like, we need so much help because they have kids. And it's, yeah. you know, that's the stuff that, like, that. when I see the kids and I see them just looking in there just afraid and just confused of what the hell's happening, mm-hmm. uh, that's when it starts to hit me. I don't have kids. Yeah, I know you do. I, do. I can't imagine going through a natural disaster with yeah. kids. It's bad enough just to deal with it yourself personally. I had a, a family when I was helping them in the Castlebrook area in Trotwood. Uh, they were about three or four kids, two or three adults in a van that was stuffed with all that they could fit in. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, Sharna's phone's ringing. Should we answer that here live on the pod? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, I interrupted a, a touching story no, to be all a good. <laughs> It's all good. It's, my bad. It's, it's trying, trying, to that, is, trying to get that moment back. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. But they were literally, like, outside and, like, just literally, <laughs> <laughs> they, they had no home. No home. So they were, like – we offered them some clothes, and you know, it got to the point where they were kind of like taking all we had, and we kind of felt bad because we were trying to make rounds. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, who needs it gets it. You know what I'm saying? So right. It's and here. You were so. talking to the head football coach of Trywood, yeah, Jeff yeah. Graham, yeah. about his players. Yeah, all all the I mean, not all the players, but a good chunk of the players right now. Uh, are living with other teammates. And he said, look, he goes, you know, when you talk about being a team, it goes beyond just on the field, he said, because the second that this all went down, before Jeff even called, before Coach even called all his players to see how everyone's doing, parents of other play- or parents of other members on the team were already having taken families in and letting everyone live with one another to help them out and stuff. But, uh, oh, that's what just, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, Brandon McKinney. Yeah, Holy so, smokes. So apparently there's been a uh, fire at an apartment. That's what. That's, that's what, where yeah. they just left because she came over and said there was a huge structure fire at a, at a big uh, apartment complex here in Trotwood, and that's what he's talking about. Wow. That's Gosh. that's horrible. And I wonder if that's from, like, again, just power lines being down. We drove around yesterday yeah. and stuff yeah. starts to spark. And, you know, the, uh, man. Yeah. yeah, because when we were driving around yesterday, something we heard was, fire detectors going off but then we realized it oh, probably yeah. wasn't fire detectors probably uh we got carbon, carbon monoxide. monoxide detectors going off because you know and that was creepy structures have been crushed and maybe the gas lines are just spewing out gas this whole time it's why it sparked up Damn, i didn't think of that you see there's a lot of people that are out and about that are in groups kind of helping up clean up some stuff but there was a couple streets we turned on yesterday it was so eerie there was no one move. it was just a ghost town yeah but all you hear is just that the beeping sound in the background i'm like man that doesn't sound like a fire detector that sounds like a carbon monoxide detector as you mentioned right but yeah if that's gas leaking any little spark that's gonna oh man that's i know we were these, they, to... that's why the stuff's not done the da- i mean the damage oh, yes. the rubble's there but that type of stuff's going to continue happening, and yeah. it's going to impact the, those uh, around you. In the Moss Creek area of Trotwood over by CTC, um, there's only a few side roads even open still, and you got, like, you know, all traffic trying to get through roads that only get about 10, 10 cars a day, you know, and the, the homeowners there are trying to get their stuff in order, traffic jams galore, but at the end of the day, you're just seeing so the, – this area, the area of impact is so big that it's a, it's, it's gonna be a while. It's yeah, it'll definitely be a while. That, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy sight. You know, I watch a lot of those uh, zombie movies and stuff like that, and it looks like those zombie apocalypse type of situations where, like that street we turned down, where there was nothing. They don't there have it on there yet, but they don't have anything. 
and it's just crazy to this see a street or a neighborhood that you would imagine would be so vibrant, especially in the you know what I'm saying it's good weather outside. It's 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 turning into summer, so you expecting to see people out, kids playing in the yard and everything like that. But then you turn down the street and the, every house is destroyed, and it's just crazy. And you were talking about um, your girlfriend's coworker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her situation that she went through. Yeah, Tuesday morning, you know, right after the tornado. I mean, they went to work. They, it's over in Bellbrooks. Uh, and, uh, you know, she comes walking in, and she's just bought Like, they, she was trying to keep it together, but she just started bawling in the middle of work. And then, like, what's, you know, so they figured, because she doesn't talk much, and they just figured that, okay, house is damaged, uh, stuff like that. Like, what can we do? What can we help you with? And she goes, not a damn thing. Nothing is wrong with my house at all. And that's what she was upset about, because she was the only house on her block that did not get destroyed. Now, I, when I say... I didn't say damaged, okay? Not, I, I'm not talking about damaged. I'm talking about destroyed. Every mm-hmm. house on her block except hers was just run through. It, like, yeah. they're going to have to knock down and rebuild. And I was wondering, too, okay, yeah, your house is fine. It wasn't damaged, but, I mean, it's still probably not safe to be in that yeah. neighborhood. I mean, look at those fires that are being started now just because yeah. it's just down power line. Even if your house is untouched, sometimes it's still a dangerous area to live in, All like right. the apartments that we talked about. Yeah. You know, you live on the bottom floor, but the fourth floor apartment got the roof taken off and, and a hole through it. And you're like, well, my apartment's fine. Why do I got to move out? Everyone's being displaced and, 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 and kicked out right now. Just to put what actually is happening right now into perspective, there's a fire at Bell Meadows Apartments, which is literally the apartment complex that's next to Westbrook that was, you know, impacted. So now we got road blocked off because there's a fire going on. You know, like right. people people have been told they got to be out by Sunday of some of these apartment complexes because they're trying to get Because it's unsafe. Home. Yeah, and I mean – this is going to be, you know, we're gonna we're gonna see a ripple effect of just things that, you know, narratives changing and, and, and right. people's lives. Because I saw a lot of people complaining about having to be out of their place by Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. But this fire, this is the prime reason why you need to get out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I understand, like you don't have anywhere to go. But you can't stay somewhere that is totally unsafe. A yeah. fire may break out. The structure could collapse. Looters. You could, well, you the could, you could die. Now, the apartment now is yeah. on fire. And I bet you there was people living in those apartments that were fine or felt that they were fine. Yeah. yeah. They don't look fine right now in that apartment, exactly. in, that, in that video you just showed me. Yeah. So. yeah, like this is this is the reason why they want you to leave. And make no mistake, man, These some of these apartment complexes aren't coming back. Some of these uh, apartment complexes that are owned by these companies, they're going to take that insurance check. And that's going to be that. Yeah. Also, and they're not coming back. So people need to realize, like, the importance of having renter's insurance, yep. homeowner insurance, all these type of insurances that you need in a case of a situation. Like, you know, I'm, I shoot, I was there. I was in college. I didn't have car insurance. Yeah. And I skated by. And I, luckily enough, nothing happened. But if something does happen, you need to have this insurance because – you have renter's insurance that covers your belongings inside exactly. the place. So, all right, you lost everything. They cut you a check and get it right back. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And These it, items are not more important than your life. And also, just people, just a, kind of like an informational thing, uh, veterans. Uh, you shared Ooh, something yeah. with me that was uh, really, really nice to see the, the Department of Veteran Affairs and some of our, uh, you know, brother and sister VA type of uh, groups. They have uh, come together and uh, found some resources for anybody displaced as a veteran. I think it was up to a thousand dollars to help pay for like that, you know, that deductible that comes with yeah. having the insurance and uh, all that 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 comes with that. So, but just all hands on deck right now. Everybody's doing what they can. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see. Unfortunately for Dayton, it took this kind of tragedy to kind of bring us out of a little funk. I think you know, mm-hmm. and hopefully this can be something 
that can you know change some some attitudes and perspectives around our area. But uh, it's happening, man, and we're going to be a part of it. Got to. We have to be a part of it. And it's something Justin and I were talking about yesterday. How can we make sure it continues? Because, you know, on Monday, we're both going to go back to the office. I'm going to crack the mic. I have to say something. Yeah. He's going to crack his microphone. He's going to have to say something. You're going to go back to your job. Yeah. But we have to figure out a way. I don't, And I don't know the answers. I don't know yeah. how to do it, but – I encourage everybody that listens to this podcast, especially that lives in the city of Dayton that wasn't affected, to donate at least once a week. Yeah. Something. If, if it's a case of water, if it's an hour of your time, something. Because it's going to be a long rebuild, man. Oh, it is. It it's going to be a long rebuild. And I worry about the people that didn't have much before. What now? Yeah. And they're going to need us as people to be there to to – like Faith said, just a, a, a vent session. Uh, you know, maybe the case of water that you bought on that Tuesday is the water that gets them by. We don't know. But exactly. I'd encourage everybody to keep on keeping on. Let's not just go back to the, all right, well, I did my part for the week. Let's get back to regularly scheduled business. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just something we can't do. And I know that's something you were super passionate about when we were talking yesterday. Yeah, like just uh, – and the thing is, like, it's – I don't want to make this sound – so cold, but it's like, okay, the food bank stuff like that, I don't want to say it's, again, it's going to sound bad. I said the food bank stuff is just kind of lazy at times for me, because it's like, it's easy just to take you know canned food, go drop it off the food bank and off you go. We went driving through town yesterday, and we saw the people impacted. We saw the people that were just standing out there staring at their homes. Hell, they have no power right now. How many homes did we drive by where the whole family, kids and everything, are just sitting in their driveway or sitting in the garage and, you know, just, I mean, spending time together, but once yeah. it gets dark, what do you do? Uh, the tents, people in tents. I saw some tents set up outside in the front yards of some of the houses. Like they're just outside camping. Like right. you got to try. I mean, I'm assuming when you got kids, you just gotta rather than make them feel like this is a scary, horrible situation. It's like, hey, kids, we're gonna we're gonna camp outside tonight. We're gonna have a campfire. We're gonna, you know, <laughs> like that type of thing. But uh, just to be able to go out and give back to those guys because they're gonna be out there working forever, man. They don't even know where they're going yet. Most right. People. And and we have to think about the people that are gonna be actually knocking the structures down and actually rebuilding those apartments and homes and everything like that. Think about those people. Yeah, they're going to be put to work, but, you know, they're going to need support too because they got a lot of work ahead of them. Yeah. They got a lot of work ahead of them, especially our police department, our firefighters. Like, yo, like now, now, you know, it's you better start respecting these dudes for what they do, especially the firefighters. Yeah. Well, they just I mean, you bring up the firefighters. I'm looking out like there's about seven, eight of them. They all just sprinted out here not even about 20 minutes ago. And I was like, man, that's not going to be good. They're all leaving and that, you know, they're going to need extra help in here. But there's so many volunteers here. Yes. That it hasn't slowed down at all. Everyone's still I mean, nothing's changed since they left. If anything, there was when the firefighters were here and you know, a lot of people that were just kind of not standing around doing nothing, but like, OK, I can go help sort over here and yeah. help unload some stuff. And now it's like, OK. They leave, everyone just kind of shifts down and takes over a new role. So yeah. it's been interesting watching people adapt and adjust to them leaving yeah. just a little bit ago. Yeah, it has been. It's been, it's been, it's been a, just a week, man. It's been a – I know my body these last couple of days, I get up in the morning, I feel like I got beat up the night before. <laughs> you know, I just, but, you know, we out here in this together. I would feel more I, – I would feel more like shit if I was at home just watching it. On, you know, just yeah. watching it and I was able to get out here and do something. So – you know the that, that 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 handshake to that guy or that hug to that lady or that or that uh, receiving that thank you you know keeps everybody going so right and you said when it actually hit you and the fam 
huddled in the yeah. bathroom, right? Yeah, we were less than a mile from just complete destruction. So we had the window open, like listening for the sounds of the bad, you know, train, storm, you know, what they tell you to listen for. And we were standing there, me and my wife were just talking. They had the babies kind of in the bathroom area. And uh, we felt pressure change in our apartment. We felt like the wind kind of like come in. It got like kind of muggy. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of left real fast and it got cool. And we could hear, we could hear stuff, but it didn't sound like it was right there. But we could hear just noise, and it got, it got, it got real serious real quick. And we, yeah. we got in the bathroom and uh, kind of weighed that out, and um, you know started hearing you know, like I, I was on Facebook just kind of like trying to pay attention, and it was just people that came out their house and it was like you know where is my car? Where is the tree? Where is you know like just I mean it was that fast. Just snap of the fingers, change. You know, so. And then vice versa. On your side of town, we can get. I mean, like I said, we heard the lightning. I, I was telling you guys earlier, we love to watch storms. We like right now, just if a storm rolls in, just get some lawn chairs, case of beer, just drink some beer, watch the storm. That night, that day, just felt off. It felt weird. It just, I don't know. I didn't know a storm, a tornado was coming, but it just, it was like, you know, this storm feels kind of like a little more serious than. Uh, than what, you know, just a regular thunderstorm coming in. But, you know, we're watching Jamie Simpson, you know, lose <laughs> the his legend shit now. on the TV, by the way. That, that the was legend, funny. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, he, he needs to get laid or something. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. it is. It's, not, it's not about my ego. It's yeah. not. He goes, stop it. Because <laughs> you guys are getting, uh, what did he say? I'm done with you or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, either way, but. No, yeah, like I said, but no, we're watching the weather, you know, on television and stuff. And by the way, I will say this, uh, and we're joking about Jamie Simpson, but I'm one of those people that when I want to watch my show and the damn weather thing interrupts and they're on there for the next couple hours, and I, you know, it always seems to be on a night where there's like a finals game or <laughs> a finale to a series show that you watch and you've been waiting forever to watch the finale because finales kick ass in all shows, most of them. Not, maybe Bro, not what if that would happen when Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, you think Jamie Simpson lost his shit about the Bachelorette? Imagine, right. I mean, he would have had to. St it would yeah. the storm would have been them damn dragons. <laughs> um, but no, so I was. I'm usually that guy, but I did learn like so many lives were saved because of them. Just that wall to wall storm coverage and stuff. Where was I going with this? The storms, anyways. Kettering, uh, listen, you know, I'm thinking, oh shit, it's coming. You can hear the sirens go. We could see the lightning. The thunder was just nonstop. And we go in our back room. We take, you know, cover. We have a mattress that we put over us and stuff. And then once it stopped, I go outside, and I'm like, man, this is weird. My car in the driveway, completely dry. There wasn't one little drop of rain, yeah. like completely dry. Um, so that means every, all the wind, everything that we were getting was just an off, you know, put of what we, everyone was getting up north and what was coming, you know. Right. That, that's just nuts. Yeah. It's been it's been a crazy week. It's been a long days, early early mornings but we out here we helping if you got you know a group of people that need help if you got a group of people that can help if you got supplies you know get out here because we need you absolutely and something that happened this week game one of the nba finals did it i just yeah amazing still, that happened on thursday the, i still haven't watched the highlights from game one surprisingly enough i watched the entire game after working like x amount of hours that yeah. day uh, Raptors up 1-0. Sock them. Really socked it to him. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> Draymond had a triple-double, but if you watch the game, he played like poop. Yeah. Golden State. Drake. Hotline blank. I know you don't like Drake. I'm a huge fan of Drake. <laughs> I love Drake. Actually, you know, I tell you what, those two cars just about smashed. I mean, both went flying. I tell you what, my ADD just I literally. <laughs> anyways, um, 
No, I, I tell you what, I, I can care less who wins. The only thing I really want to have happen in this finals is I just want Draymond Green, even if it means a lifetime ban from the NBA. <laughs> He would be my all-time. He he will be my all-time favorite player. I will be Draymond. I'll buy his jersey. I'll everything. Just go knock the f out of Drake. Just <laughs> yeah. run by. You know, hit a big shot. The crowd's going nuts. The next thing you know, Drake's just on the ground. Just boom, flat because Draymond knocked him out. Uh, but no, you brought the Spike Lee comparison earlier. The only yes. difference with that is, you know, Spike Lee's. You know. Known with the Knicks, you know, he's all, everything is just with the Knicks. I know Drake is with the Raptors, but Drake's always at he's from Kentucky. The game. He's always at Kentucky games. He's always, you know, he's always a fan of Clemson or Alabama. He's always a part of the picture. <laughs> he's always like the biggest fan. He's always super fan for all these. He drives me nuts. The most annoying fan is Drake, uh, and that stupid smug smile. His, you got me going again. It's like <laughs> it's like faith with the with the repeat people coming through here, yeah. but. Yeah, Drizzy, who who's gonna win the finals? I don't know. I have no clue because you I mean, the sports dude. You are no, the I have host no of. Because I thought the Warriors would sweep them. <laughs> ah, but I no. will say this: the the the, the Pistons, the, the the Raptors had to play. That was a perfect game by them, defensively, offensively. Had guys step up that normally don't score that many points, and the Warriors still were within striking distance, even with Clay and Steph not having their best nights and Draymond not playing well, even though he had a triple double. So, bottom line, yeah, there's that smug look again. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think that the margin for error, I mean, the margin for error for the Warriors, even though they lost, it still wasn't that great. They still had a chance to win there down the stretch. The, Warriors, the Raptors just pulled away. Raptors ain't going to get that same contributions from those guys every single night. Yeah. So it's going to be seven. It'll be seven-game series, I believe. I would like to see, I would like to see the Raptors in six, but something tell me, man, until Golden State gets shooken up, that they, gonna, they, uh, they know how to win these here chips. Facts. I'm going with Golden State in six still. KD's going to come in, not game three, because he's going to come back in game three, but game four oh. is going to be a Typical. KD. See, he's the he's asshole gonna, that puts his name on the group project when he didn't do shit the whole time. <laughs> he's going to come in and drop a nice little 38 session on him in game four and put him in closeout position, man. So they're going to uh, think of the Ra- how many? So let me ask you this. How many games do the Raptors get? They're going to get one more. Two? Two total? Yeah, they're going to get one more. Okay. Here's, get what, one here's more. what'll happen. They're going to uh, they get, like, game five. I always laugh at, like, the, the rhythm of, of these series because what, what could happen is Toronto could probably win game two, go up 2-0, and we're like, oh, see this Warriors team? They said they didn't need Kevin Durant, yada, yada. I thought they never said that. But then what happens is they go back to Golden State, and then Golden State just knocks the shit out of them in that first game. And, and then their confidence is gone. Then they feel like they have no chance of beating him because then the Warriors take two, and then they take the momentum back to Toronto, and then they go up 3-2. Well, the same thing the Raptors um, did against the Bucks. Yeah, it's that, it's that yeah. same thing yep. because it's easy to establish momentum at home, but then when you get overwhelmed, it's like the it's the most – it's the recency – I don't want to say recency bias. It's a recency effect because, like I said – they can go up 2-0, but then when they return home and then the real Golden State team shows up at home. And by the way, Golden State always struggles on the road. I saw that they were like 3-6 and six yeah. in finals games at home or on the road. They don't play well on the road. But. Yeah, like it's something about Golden State and those shooters when Steph and Clay get going. And then that's the crazy thing about the series is we have like a three- or four-day layoff between game one and game two. And then we got another two-day layoff between game two and three. But then after that, it's every other day. Mm-hmm. And when it's every other day, That's it's lights out for them. Yeah. That's when they hot, dog. <laughs> they Once Clay get and Steph get going, you can kiss it goodbye. I, honestly, honestly, in the first quarter, Steph dropped 11. I was like, uh-oh. Here we go. I thought it, I thought it was going to be one of them situations. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be 
Wait, oh, 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 goodness. Yeah, they're saying it's uh, two apartments on two fire. Two brick buildings oh. and the complex were engulfed in flames. So, yeah, right at 1045. Another I, one. I blame Drake. <laughs> As you should, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I blame Drake. Actually, I did think him wearing the, the Dale Curry jersey was – I mean, that's, see, I can that, tell by smile. He was like, "Yeah, I, I like." See, He's the king of the trolls, man. He's the trolls. Assholes, I, assholes uh, crack me up, man. But if you're gonna troll, do it right. I mean, he literally Steph's dad. He wore Steph's dad jersey, and it was a rap when he played for the Raptors. I'm yeah. sorry, I'll give him that. That 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 was pretty good. Did you see what Draymond did on Twitter yesterday? Wore that OVO hoodie. Walking around Toronto in the OVO hoodie. Yeah, the troll, <laughs> the trolls is out, man. Hey, we, we talked about this earlier before. If if uh, Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors win an NBA championship, is Kawhi Bigger than Vince Carter in Toronto? Yes. No. Yes. No. A championship beats a dunk contest, dude. <laughs> I don't think it's about a dunk, a dunk contest. Look at that left-handed snap, by the way. Hands yeah. of glory. I was looking at you, by the way. I did that without even looking. That was pretty impressive. Look at Randy Moss. You get the golden glove this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I still think, uh, nah, man. It's still what? Vince Carter. I think because Vince Carter, it was longevity. He was there longer. He had fans. You know, people, how do you fall in love with Kawhi? Because if they win a chip. I don't know. You weren't even too sure earlier, so I'm waiting no, to see yeah, if, if you're going to come in and make this a 2 one Are you serious? This is all I said because the only thing I said is Kawhi has to stay. If he wins, he, I think he, I think, I think it'll if be he the, wins and leaves. It'll be the same way how Cavs fans feel about LeBron. They got him the chip. People don't even care. Like, man, we got it. If, if uh, Baker got, Mayfield wins the Super Bowl in Cleveland, he'll, be, he'll mean more to that city than LeBron. No. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> no. it's football, man. That's, that's no football is football oh, yeah. is king. Oh, yeah. But it will be LeBron did it first, and then people will rely on the fact of what LeBron continues to do. See, oh, he'll, 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 have a, he'll be a legend. He'll get a streak too. Compare this to like a relationship. LeBron was like everyone's first love. It was great, and then he abused him a little bit. He, he kind of <laughs> smacked him around. He left. Then he came back said, I promise I won't do it again. I promise I won't do it again. Please just give me another chance. He did it again. He left. Uh, and then Baker Mayfield comes in. He's smiling. He just he, he, It's always the next one. Okay, you, the, Your first love is ever your first love. It's always the next one that you meet. So Baker, that's who Baker Mayfield is. Baker Mayfield could be look, the next biggest thing in Cleveland. He, he put a flag in the middle of the shoe. <sighs> So and, and see, I'll go back to that trolling thing. As much as a Buckeye fan as I am, I'm like, that That was pretty. Yeah, that was I, slick. I, yeah, I, that I was applauded slick. that. I was like, I, like I say it like this. Baker Mayfield leads the Browns to a Super Bowl victory. He'll get a streak. But at the end of LeBron's career, he's going to have multiple statues yeah, in Cleveland. This is Dan Lebitard's shot. Say, put on the pole. <laughs> put he's on gonna the pole. Have, he's going to have a statue in front of the Browns stadium, in front of where the Cavs play. <laughs> He's going to have one at uh, uh, Public Square, yeah. and he's going to have multiple streets. Yeah. He's going to have streets in Akron. It ain't no messing with Bron Bron. Yeah. Well, real quick about Kawhi, too. What's worse? What's worse? If you're Kevin Durant going to an NBA championship team already, like a 70-win NBA championship team, yeah. or Kawhi leaving after winning a team a championship, I think it's where you bring Toronto a championship and then you're just going to leave. Yeah. Got him a chip. I'm out. That's like divorcing, getting a divorce on a honeymoon. I mean, that's <laughs> – I think um, I think he's gonna stay. I think he's gonna do it like a short deal. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do like a one plus one. I think they're gonna have to. Yeah, I think he'll stay in uh, Lowry and some others to get up out of there. <laughs> Everybody want to get rid of Lowry so I think, bad. I, th I think I think uh, if Drew Holiday don't stay with the with the a, with the AD train. That's I, see, that's the thing. Everybody wants. Holiday. Everybody. Everybody like, yeah, he's cool, he's cool. But now, like, man, if we had Drew Holiday, <laughs> like, that's what the Bucks is thinking. Like, man, if we had Drew Holiday instead of 
god awful Drew Bledsoe, not Drew Bledsoe, <laughs> Eric Bledsoe, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we'd be straight, and they would be. Yeah. Eric Bledsoe about to be a hot commodity in these streets. Oh, yeah. I said this He's too, He's a new by hot the way. girl. Speaking of the, pe- <laughs> the Pelicans, too, with Anthony Davis, I wish more stars would just say, you know what, like go get people to come to you. Like uh, I know it's tougher to do it that way, but if I'm Anthony Davis, I- I'll look at the front office, I'll look at uh, Griffin, whatever his name is, and say, look, I'll stay in – New Orleans, yeah. but you're going to use that first-round pick and you're going to go get me somebody. Yeah. Go go to the Lakers, say we want LeBron. You were talking about pairing LeBron and AD up. This won't happen, I'm just saying. Right. You want Anthony Davis and LeBron to play? To be honest, it would. this makes the most sense for both teams. The Lakers need to move on from LeBron. It's not going anywhere. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to do anything with him there right now. That whole thing's a mess. So Hot they mess. they get they give up, move on from LeBron. No trade clause. He doesn't. Or he has no no trade clause. Yeah. They get that number one overall pick. Then you keep Lonzo Ball. You have Ingram. You have Kuzma. Now you add uh, Showtime in there. Where you bring in uh, Zion, and then you look at. Uh, new, man, I'm all over the place. The Pelicans, I'm sorry. Then you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and then you have Drew Holiday. They are the Pelicans with LeBron James are closer to an NBA title than the Lakers with LeBron James. Yeah, are. but we that all know LeBron didn't go to. He the, always finds a way. Go to the it's Lakers. Blue. It's not blue. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't That's go purple. to the Lakers to be with the Lakers and win the Lakers. If I'm the Lakers, I don't give a shit what LeBron wants. I don't went, care what LeBron but wants. This is the thing. LeBron holds all the cards. Yeah. He can be like, you know what, y'all can trade me, but guess what? I already got three championships. I'm a legend. I'm on Mount Rushmore. I'll retire, bro. That sounds like a Pelicans problem. If I'm the Lakers, monk, but we got Zion. <laughs> I'll retire. Now your I'm future good. is brighter moving on forward. I'm telling you right now. He made more money off the, the state, court anyway. The Staples Center cannot afford to only have about 10000 show up minus LeBron. Dude, so you, they, are you kidding they, me? They sold out that Staples Center after that. After when uh, Kobe initially retired. They were yeah. selling the Staples Center out every night. Yeah. They sold that during the Lamar Odom years. Actually, Lamar Odom <laughs> gets too much disrespect, to be honest yeah. with you. But still. I'm Who did you say? Lamar Odom. I'm the crackhead? <laughs> Who was on crack? <laughs> <laughs> that baby Stephen A. is hilarious. Right. Man, there it is, yeah. man. Appreciate you coming on, man. You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev, Suck man. It, DJ Killer Kev. We out. Peace. All right. Should we record? Uh,